Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Learner's Corner Podcast, the podcast for lifelong learners where we learn from anything and everything. My name's Todd Hicksonball, and today we have a bonus episode coming to you guys. Uh, our, our very own Caleb Mason last week attended Catalyst Conference, and we always want to make sure that anytime that either one of us go to a conference, we make sure to get um, just our perspective and the, the takeaways that we have gotten from that conference to you in a bonus episode format. So Caleb spent a couple days down in Atlanta, Georgia last week, and he got to attend Catalyst 2017. I'm very jealous. It's fine. I'll get over it. And so we're going to talk, I'm just going to talk with Caleb today, and him and I are going to have a conversation about some of the things he learned, some of the people he got to, to hear from, as well as the, the theme and kind of what was what, what the theme was for, for the conference and, and just all of, this, all of the stuff, all of the stuff. Um, who who he, he shook hands with and if he worshiped so, Sojo or not. Like, we're going to figure it all out. So, anyways, we are about to get into this interview. So, Caleb, how are you feeling? You, you rested, recovered? You good? I am. I'm rested and recovered. All right. So, Caleb, first things first, uh, tell us about Catalyst Conference and, like, what the theme was this year. Yep. Uh, most of you uh, are probably familiar with it, but Catalyst is a Christian leadership conference, and it's really good. It's, uh, uh, I w- first went there about five years ago or so, and I've been there a few times. I always love going to Atlanta. Um, I don't know. Shout just, out ATL. Shout out to the ATL. There's just something about Atlanta that I love. Um, and this year, the theme was Of Good Courage, and so it was talking about being a courageous leader. Okay, so of good courage is that is that a biblical thing? I mean, they usually get it from like Bible stuff. So I'm assuming is it? He's giving me this blank stare, like Todd, you're an idiot. So that's okay. Well, courage is found in the Bible. I mean, so, it is, it is, yes. it is, it is in the Bible. You're correct. So Caleb, uh, last week you were like blowing stuff up on Instagram. You were doing all sorts of stuff. So I'm so excited. So all right, who? Let's just start here. Who is your favorite speaker? Um, if you had to pick one, who if would I you had favorite? to pick one, you see that's a tough question. So I'm just going to break the rules. And I'm going to tell you who I liked. <laughs> this. Um, obviously, um, for uh, longtime listeners, you know that one of the people that I love to learn from is Andy Stanley. He's obsessed. And so Andy uh, was really good. Um, and the thing about Andy is he always sets the bar so high. That and he does really, the first session. Yes. out the door. They were working. They were working Andy hard for a catalyst. They had him three times out there. Um, but he talked about several different things, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, another person is Brene Brown. Um, Shout out Brene Brown. Absolutely incredible. Um, Carlos Whitaker, Los Witt, really good. Shout Dan, out Los. Dan Pink, um, he's an author and really good. Um, Talk us like the bands. Like you had some bands that you were like into. Yes. We'll talk about the bands here in a second, but like, who were the bands? The, mu- the music was one of the highlights yeah. for me whenever I came to the conference. Um, I discovered a group called Mosaic MSC. Shout which out Mosaic. Is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, another one is Johnny Swim, and they did an acoustic set and were just phenomenal. Because, guys, I picked him and our other friend, Micah, Micah Hasty. He's been on the podcast uh, on the Learner's Corner with us. I picked him up from the airport, and like, both of them were like, Music was phenomenal. Like yes. the, you both were talking about Very the music. Much so that's awesome. 
That's awesome. So, okay, let's start. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you, you learned. Like, what were some some things that you learned? You can go through people. You can do however you want. What are some some highlights and key takeaways that you got from the conference? Yep. Um, Andy, uh, like I said, he did a few different sessions. And so he talked about um, courage, obviously. <laughs> and he talked about um, four types of decisions um, that we're going to have to make at some point in our life whenever it comes to courage. And um, I can't remember all of them. But a few of them are um, like the courage to go when it would be easier to stay and the courage to stay when it would be easier to go. Another thing that he talked about was a great question that all leaders ask. And it's the question, what would a great leader do? And so I've heard him talk about that several times. um, But it was just something, I don't know, whenever you hear stuff multiple times, it hits you in different ways. So that was a great question as well. And then another thing is... Um, he actually had a conversation with Bill Hybels, which um, I heard about this. Who uh, helps? Who helps run or founded the Global Leadership um, Summit, which I went to a few months ago, as well. And really, since the Global Leadership Summit, um, if you go back and listen, and we'll have that episode on the show notes, you, you'll know that one of my key takeaways from that was just figuring out, you know, how can we be uniquely better. Um, uniquely better than everyone else and so in in this interview between andy and bill you know bill started talking about whenever he first founded um, willow creek community church which is the church that he pastors and he talked about um how there was no church that he felt comfortable enough inviting his friends to and so what did he do he created his own church and so between wrestling with, you know, how can we be um, uniquely better? And um, and it was just phenomenal. By the way, people were posting about this on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah. Like, this conversation. And then even um, him talking about, you know, creating a church to where, um, there, where he would feel comfortable enough inviting um, his friends. It really just got me thinking of, you know creating an experience you guys um or most of you know that i'm a student pastor and so creating an experience to where high school students feel comfortable enough inviting other high school students and making that making that possible and thinking through you know how how can we be create a unique environment in such a way that high school students have to be there and are dying to get there. And so that was a huge takeaway for me and just something that I've been processing um, over the past few days. And I don't know, it's almost like I've been wrestling with this tension and then catalyst happened. And then I feel like I took a big step um, forward and just figuring things out Awesome. as well. Um, What that looks like. Yeah. What are you going to do with it now? Well, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. But I mean, I've, I've had this crazy idea of, you know, whenever it comes to creating like an experience or like a worship service of everything in me just wants to make like Kendrick Lamar part of the service. <laughs> yes. And shout out Ken Le- Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. If you're listening to us. Shout up. out KDOT. But the reason is, is because, you know, every high school student I know is listening to Kendrick and I don't necessarily agree with everything that Kendrick says, but you can change the songs. You can have the clean version of the song or whatever and still 
create an environment, I think, to where people, high school students specifically, can want can want to come. Question: If you if you change to the clean version of Kendrick Lamar, does the title of the his latest album "Damn" change? Sorry, Patty. Does it change from "Damn" to "Dang"? Sorry, Patty. Or does it just stay the same? No, it's still just the same. It's still "Damn." You just don't say the title. Sorry, Patty. <laughs> so that's that's awesome, and and I think that which for those of you who are wondering who is Patty, both of our mom's name is Patty. Yes. <laughs> We, our mothers, Just for clarification, our, our mothers share the same first name, um, and so so with, with that, you know, just becoming relevant is that kind of the is that is that what you're talking about in terms of of, of excellence and, and becoming. I think relevant? it's more of giving your audience of what they want. Mm. Okay, so helping to usher them into something that maybe they're familiar with, even yes, yeah. I, I would say it's more that Meeting them than on their being own, relevant terms. because I hate that term relevant. <laughs> I know you do. So let's move on. Um, yeah. uh, so Brene Brown. Brene Brown is phenomenal. I love yep. Brene Brown. Love her books. Um, talk to us about her talk. Brene Brown. Brene freaking Brown. Yes. Which if you haven't picked up her new book, Braving the Wilderness, you need to. Um, she talked She talked a lot about how, how can you live in a world, or at least my big takeaway was, you know, she asked this question of how can you live in a world to where everybody is so divisive. That's one of the things that she talked about. And she talked about this idea of, you know, it's easy to hate people from a distance, but it's hard to hate them up close. And that's just something that um, has just become so apparent to me, I'd say probably over the last year and a half or so, is that it's so easy to hate people, not just people, there are sometimes specific people and other times people groups. Generalizations. Yes, from a distance. Yeah. Because you don't understand. You don't see their pain. You don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. But whenever you get to understand them more, you start to see the hurt. You start to see why they do what they do. And they don't just become, they're not just an object. They become a person. To you and it becomes personal. And so in a couple of episodes ago we interviewed some guys who were putting on together conference. Yep. And and this is kind of a little bit what they're talking about uh, of bringing communities together and beginning to dialogue about about these things. Go on. Yeah. And just the fact that it's it's hard to people or it's hard to hate people from close up. And Brene Brown is unbelievable at being able to take small things that like you might not even notice and blowing them up and, and showing you them in a way you've never thought of before. Shout out Brene Brown. Love Brene Brown's stuff. A lot of shout outs on this episode. A lot of shout outs on this episode, man. I, I'm all about it. I, I Yeah, I love some of these speakers. Is there anything else with her that stood out to you? Any any pieces to her talk or, or anything like that? She just talked about um, remaining true to your values and that whenever whenever you're comfortable being, you you can literally belong anywhere. That's awesome. Ready to move on? Yes. We're ready to move on. We're going. All right. Carlos Whitaker. Yes. Kill the freaking spider. By the way, shout out Carlos, man. I love your book. I'm all about it. I'll buy you coffee. Talk to me. Let's talk about Kill the Spider in his talk. Carlos... um, You've just flat out killed it. 
I'm not laughing at your joke. Yeah, I am. All right. Why? He, he was just so um, raw and vulnerable. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he talked about which, if you haven't read Kill the Spider, pick up Kill the Spider. Order Kill the Spider, dude. It's cool. He talked about his um, struggle with pornography and how um, how really it almost it almost wrecked his marriage. And in fact, um, it did kind of re- it wrecked his family. And he talked about his journey back in pursuing Jesus and really dealing with, I mean, just the whole idea of behind Kill the Spider was just this idea of many people, you know, they'll, they'll go at the cobwebs of their life or the things that they're dealing with. They won't actually deal with the issue that's, that's bothering them or that's affecting the biggest, them. The biggest, yes. the biggest issue. And so he talked about um, confronting confronting those and really just the idea of the spiders in our lives or the lies that we believe about ourselves and we act out of those lies. And so he talked about confronting those lies with the truth. All right, Caleb. So as we're kind of wrapping this thing up, what are some final thoughts or takeaways that you had just from Catalyst Conference this year? I would just say my final thought, and this isn't just true for Catalyst. This is true for whatever learning opportunity, whether it's a book, podcast, whatever. It's just taking the time to invest in yourself and in leadership. I think that's one of the things that um, most leaders underestimate is the importance of investing in themselves, whether it's going to a Catalyst conference or buying, uh, taking the time to read or listen to podcasts, even on an audiobook. So I would just say be intentional about developing yourself. Awesome. Well, on Tuesday this week, um, we're going to be talking with Stuart Hall. So in a couple days, uh, catch our episode with Stuart. It's going to be awesome. Stuart is an unbelievable communicator, and we're going to be talking with him about communicating and how we can become more effective at it. So until next time, keep learning and keep growing.